Hi there, welcome back to my podcast. You're listening to Rebecca on Life Talks with B. This week is a sad one. Today is the 20th, 27th rather. Today is the 27th of October 2020. And today makes it one week since the Lekki Massacre. It's a sad one. And... Today, I want to celebrate all, all of the people who were killed at the Lekki Toll on the 20th of October, 2020. I'm grateful to God for their lives. I, I'm really sad that their lives had to be cut short the way it was in such a gruesome way. But I'm hopeful and I pray that their sacrifice, which was the ultimate, will not be in vain. I pray that it indeed brings about the change that we need as a nation, as a people. And I pray that their souls rest in peace. I pray that God gives their family the fortitude to bear their loss. And I hope that he keeps them, consoles them by his grace because really I can't even imagine losing anyone right now especially losing them in such a cruel way stay tuned and we'll be right back Over the last two weeks, young Nigerians have taken the streets, online, offline, all over the world, to protest against police brutality in Nigeria. And honestly, this isn't the first time we're protesting, but this is the first time that the world is listening to our voice. This is the first time that it has gotten this bad. After two weeks of successful, peaceful protests all over Nigeria, on the 20th of October 2020, at the Lekki protest ground, Lekki Toll Gate, the Nigerian army, the military, went to the protest ground at about 7 p.m. and opened fire, live rounds, on peaceful protesters. I mean, we are not in the middle of some war, so I don't understand why that would have happened. Believe it or not, people were killed. I mean, people were airing it on their Instagram lives. I was jumping from one page to the other because I wanted to see everything that was happening. So, I mean, I saw it. As someone who was shot, they were trying to help him by taking out the bullets, you know, just trying to administer some sort of first aid. And the person still died, I mean. But there were others that were injured and people were being killed. Rounds upon rounds of bullets were shot 
there were different people recording. People from their homes, from their hotel rooms, could hear the bullets. People could hear them spraying bullets. People recorded. There were so many videos. But believe it or not, the Lagos State government came out to say that nobody was shot, nobody was injured. In fact, they denied that the military was involved in this. They decided to blame it on God knows who. They will bring the people who did it to justice. First of all, they denied anybody being killed. They first even denied knowing anything about it. But the funny thing is, for as long as most of us have known, the lucky toe is always well lit up. I mean, everywhere could be dark, but the lucky toe is always well lit because of the billboard, first of all. Even if there's no lights there, the billboards are permanently on because people are running ads 24-7. But for some reason that day, the lucky toe was in pitch darkness. And this, I am certain, was not a coincidence. They're still denying it. Today is the 27th of October. This is one week after people were killed. If you check online, the hashtag is the Lekki Massacre. People were killed seven days ago. And it took six days for the Lagos State Governor to finally admit on CNN News. He had to admit on CNN. I mean, he had been interviewed severally over the past week as regards this situation and he denied at every single interview he denied people being killed he denied the military's involvement in this he denied everything i mean they tried to make us feel foolish they tried to i mean i i for one knew what i saw i did not doubt what i saw i did not doubt what i know i saw because like the very next day after the shootings, the 21st of October, people started to say it was all fake. It was a green room. One, as in, we started, I mean, for a moment, you know, I was like, could he be? But it's not possible. You cannot. How do you want to, how do you, how do you want to fake a live on Instagram? People literally risked their lives to even record that. A live that was over an hour. The Nigerian government told us that we are all mad, that we did not see what we saw. Like so many things happened that the cameras were cut off, like the light was cut off. Even the internet that day was bad. My internet was bad. I was jumping from MTN to Glow to Spectrum, and those are my service providers. I was jumping from one to the other because of this. But for some reason, they're telling us that these are all coincidences. I mean, finally, yesterday, the 26th, our governor, Sonwulu, eventually came out on CNN, I mean, because he was asked, obviously, and he eventually agreed that, yes, people were killed and the military was involved. So why did he lie in the first place? What are they trying to cover? We all know that, ordinarily, the military will not involve themselves without an order from above. We all know who gave the order, but I mean, I'm not calling any names. We know who gave the order. If you listen to my last podcast, you would know who, the same man who laughed. Our president came on 
national television to address us. I thought he was going to address the Lekki massacre. Okay, they said it's not a massacre because not so many people died. I mean, how are we going to know? Because we were told that the, the, the army took away some bodies. So people are still looking for their children. They will never get closure. People will never get closure. Young men and women were killed. Some of them now, I think I saw about one or two of them who, who, will, who are going to have to amputate one of their legs. They will never remain the same. They will have that with them forever. The people who were there who even managed to survive. I can just imagine. Because personally, I am scared because I watched it online and I know how much tears I cried. I can't just imagine if I was sitting there. How do you open fire at people who sat on the floor waving the Nigerian flag, singing the Nigerian national anthem, and you shot? You shot at people who did nothing but sit and wave their flags. I mean, don't we have human conscience anymore? How do you shoot at peaceful protesters, people who are protesting to not be killed? You then come and kill them even more? I do not know what type, what type of government we are we have in Nigeria. Honestly, I am tired. It's really draining the way things keep happening in this country. You get arrested for no just cause. A politician might... I mean, there were videos of... of polit- <laughs> There's this particular one that's online of a politician trying to talk to people and they did not want to hear what he had to say because a lot of these politicians have been... Throughout the protest, they were coming and trying to turn it into a political rally and that's not what we want. We don't want our our, our views to, to look like it's a political thing. That's the reason why... They, they, chased, they did not give him listening ears. And believe it or not, this man entered his car. He was driving off. And then eventually he stopped his car, brought out a gun, not a handgun. Brought out a gun and started to shoot. What, what will give anyone, anyone at all, the infantry to bring out a gun at people who have done nothing to him? And then a politician for that matter, someone who knows that he needs the people, who should be even be the one to try to protect us. He brought out a gun and was shooting at people for doing nothing. This is the country we live in. Nigeria is the most corrupt, the most corrupt, the poorest. I mean, uh, as our senators are earning tens of millions monthly yet people cannot even afford to buy a hundred naira loaf of bread to eat a day people are on the streets begging day in day out people don't have jobs even the ones that have jobs the jobs are more like slave work because you are working to work this is the country i live in this is the reason why i'm tired corruption is the norm here and I really hope and pray that someday soon this will all be in the past we got so used to being bullied and blamed by our government I mean fella said it's suffering and smiling 
we have been suffering and smiling for years nigeria turned 60 if you listen to my podcast for the independence i mean i said a whole lot there we're so used to suffering and smiling nothing has changed it's just a circle an unending circle of suffering and smiling i mean i mentioned fella the Kutis have been fighting this same government this is the fourth generation Kuti, still fighting this same government, saying the same exact thing that has been said. I mean, Nigeria is 60. Nothing to show for it. The Agbaya of Africa. One thing I'm glad about is the fact that the whole world is in on it with us now. Nigerians are literally everywhere in the world and protests are still going on everywhere else but here because, I mean, right now our lives are in danger. Our lives are in danger. We are being traced. We are being followed for participating in this. This is the country I live in. Freedom of speech does not guarantee freedom after speech. We were killed. My brothers and sisters were killed seven days ago today they were killed for demanding their rights to live so many were killed even after that day right now i don't know what the death toll is at but i'm pretty sure at least a hundred people have died not to give it any numbers but a whole lot of people have died a whole lot of people are missing daily i i see a, a tweet where someone is missing this person haven't hasn't been seen since the 20th of October. This person was last seen at the Lekki Toll Gate, which is where the massacre occurred. And it's just so heartbreaking. So many have died. And I really just don't want their deaths to go without something tangible coming out of it. I don't want their deaths to be in vain. I truly hope and pray that we are able to get justice for all that were killed, for their families, to get them some kind of closure because I know that it's not an easy thing losing a loved one or a family member. It's really heartbreaking. I mean, I don't know any of them personally, but I know that I cried. I cried because they thought they were fighting for their rights. They thought they were fighting for the betterment of all of us. They thought they were fighting for a better Nigeria, but they were killed. Their lives were cut short for no reason by the people who are meant to actually protect them. And like that wasn't bad enough. Our government denied, even though we know it was them. <clears throat> I really truly hope that their deaths won't be in vain. And I really hope also that we get justice for each and every one of them. We need a lot of structural changes in Nigeria in order to read all the pre-existing corrupt practices i look forward to 2023 because we need to get this batch of filthy corrupt government officials out of the system and i really hope that this time this time around they won't go scot-free i really pray that we're able to keep it up I'm really thankful to the international community. They have been a whole lot of support. I'm thankful for the feminist <laughs> coalition. They ran this 
in the smoothest way possible. I never would have thought that something could work in Nigeria, but they showed us that together we are stronger, we are better, we are bigger, and that we can achieve anything we choose to once we set our minds to it. I'm thankful for the Feminist Coalition, Arise Television. They aired every single thing. They were the only ones who supported us from the beginning. I mean, they were live, they were on ground for almost all of it, and their journalists were really brave. I'm really thankful for them as well because they did not keep quiet. Thankful for everyone who was able to donate, who has been donating, who is still donating. And I'm hopeful that even those who are, who are still in police custody will be released, hopefully alive and well, by God's grace. Thank you so much for listening in today. <laughs> Sorry if my rant was too long, but I promise you it wasn't even long enough because truly Nigeria is a shame, a sham, and hopefully someday I will be proud of my country and I won't just want to leave because I mean, we are all tired, but we also have to stay together, stay strong and focused in order to make the country a better place for all of us, for our children and theirs as well. Thank you so much for listening. In. I am Rebecca and you've been listening to Life Talks with B. Don't forget to follow us at Life Talk with B on Instagram and Twitter. You can feel free to comment, send us questions or let's just discuss what's going on and don't forget use the hashtag NSARS and police brutality in Nigeria and bad governance in Nigeria follow up the topics and please retweet we we must fight this together together we are stronger have an awesome weekend and stay safe please